What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about the new Pokemon Snap, developed by Bandai Namco Studios, published by JP, the Pokemon Company, and Nintendo Worldwide. And I will start by saying I have never played a Pokemon. I have not played the other Pokemon Snap game. <laughs> so I was not sure what I was getting into with this. This 100% was Caleb going, <gasps> new Pokemon Snap. Can we please talk about that one? And I was like, yes, I will pay to buy this game that I have no idea what I'm getting into. No idea what you're doing. All I know is I'm taking pictures of Pokemon. I, Pokemon, I will. Oh, that was a, that was a foul. Pokemon. Right Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. And yeah, I'll jump in and see what it was. So I did not have much idea about what I was doing before jumping into this. Caleb, how excited for this were you? Oh, oh yeah, it was loads actually, loads. I uh, I played the original on the N sixty four released back in nineteen ninety eight. I think it was ninety nine something like that. Yeah. Ninety nine something like that. Um, and I loved it. I loved the game. Uh, I've always kind of been a po fan of Pokemon, right? Mm. Like, um, you know, of course, like first Game Boy that I got was the Game Boy Color Pokemon Yellow version. <laughs> um, and I got it for Christmas one year from my grandmother. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I fucking I loved it. <laughs> I, I Ever since I've just big fan of the Pokemon world and the whole concept of it and everything. And then I remember the N64. You had Pokemon Stadium and you had Pokemon Snap, which these those two were the first console like not handheld console but console based games for pokemon and um i played it a lot dude i played it a lot because the the, the basically the whole concept is you're taking pictures of pokemon mm. in their natural environment and doing different things and then you get rated on how good you took a photo and i was just like hell yeah <laughs> So when they were like, yeah, we're bringing it back. We're, we're going to bring it to the Switch. I was just like, holy fuck. <laughs> My dreams have come true. You know, because I don't own an N64 anymore. And I definitely don't own Pokemon Snap anymore. I probably still would have been playing it. Because I, I really did enjoy that game a lot. Like a lot more than I probably should have <laughs> as a kid. Um, so yeah, I was I was super excited about this. Now granted my love for Pokemon has faded over the years, mm. you know, um, there's a lot of the Pokemon games that I just, I haven't played. I've never played. I, 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 uh, outside of the original 151, there's not a whole lot of them that I could tell you who they were, you know, what's that Pokemon on site. Like there's, <laughs> it's, it's really hard for me to do that. Cause there's something like 900 Pokemon now. Yeah. Yeah, throughout all of them. And I, I do know people who are hardcore Pokemon fans who can. They Not only could they tell you who they are, they could tell you what region they're from, what game they came out in, and if it was one version of the game or the other or both that you could capture them <laughs> in. Like, because, you know, Pokemon's got that, that... They've always had that thing of here are two games, right? The most recent one being Sword and Shield. Mm. In Sword, there are these Pokemon that you can only get in Sword. And it was to promote trade amongst the games. Um, this game wasn't like that. Like, I didn't have to worry about taking a picture of a Pokemon and then trying to find somebody else. And like, well, 
you can you're the only one who can take a picture of this pokemon in your game so can we trade pictures so that i can get it in my pokedex mm -hmm. no it was go through mm -hmm. try and get all of the pokemon they're all available to you um so yeah i was i was super excited to kind of see like here's this new region here are these new pokemon here are these new places go take pictures mm -hmm. like i and to be honest i don't even remember the fucking storyline of the first one you, you were a pokemon <laughs> photographer taking pictures of pokemon in the wild that was that was the storyline <laughs> i think that was it I didn't expect this one to have a storyline, and it does, mm -hmm. which was kind of surprising to me. But in all honesty, I think I would have been perfectly okay without, because I gave zero fucks about the storyline. I just wanted to take pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> so, yeah, waiting for this one to come out, especially in this year where there's not really a whole lot coming out. And what has come out, unfortunately, has kind of been disappointing mm. to me you know mm -hmm. like i was really excited about cyberpunk and that was me yeah i was really excited about assassin's creed uh valhalla me meh. like and that, that's kind of how it's been yeah so i was really hoping for something that i could be like excited about and then when i received it still be excited and i gotta say this game delivered for me it, it really did like how silly that sounds i this game came out and um, it's at time that we're recording this. It's been out roughly a week yeah. and I've probably dumped about 56 hours into it. <laughs> like it, easily. I just so much fun in the game. <laughs> um, yeah. So with that, I guess I'll get into the storyline of it. Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up from here on out. There's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. Yeah. Um, yeah, go for it. So, uh, I I can't remember where the first one takes place in, what <laughs> what region. In all honesty, like again, this was a long time ago that I played it, and I only played it on the N sixty four. This one takes place in the Lentil region. You are studying under or, or working with a different professor who gives you a hovercraft, basically, um, called the Neo One. Now, in the original game, it was called the Zero One. Um, that I believe was invented by Professor Oak. <laughs> um, and you were playing a guy named Todd. Mm. And the whole thing was to go in and see if you could capture unique and rare Pokemon in, in moments that they have not been able to study in the wild before. So the whole game concept is you drop into a, an area, a certain type of region, the jungle, the desert, a beach, you know, a forest, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you're kind of coasting along on this railway like it's a set path and while you're coasting along you see pokemon and you you take pictures of them and as you spend more time in that environment get more experience by the the pictures that you're taking you level up and the way the pokemon react to your presence there changes um which i thought was kind of a cool concept it's a it's a like a, a concept in, I, I believe it's psychology that um, the pattern of a subject will always change if that subject is observed, mm. whether it's the first time observing them or the millionth time observing them, you're never going to catch them naturally because if they know they're being observed, their, 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 you know, patterns and the way they act and everything like that change. Mm. And that's kind of what this was building off of, right? Like, as you go through the area more and more and more, 
they change. They act differently. You can get them to do different things. Um, you can capture different moments of them. Sometimes different Pokemon show up. Yeah. Um, and which you can capture different moments with them and everything like that. And the whole reason why you're in the lentil region is because they have heard of like glowing Pokemon. Um, this rare phenomenon where certain Pokemon glow mm. um and that you're you're trying to study and research that and capture that <clears throat> so the first area you're in is like this little forest area for forest plains area mm -hmm. and you go through it and then they're like hey we've detected the phenomenon and you, we want you to go and figure out what it is so they drop you back in there and you're on a different railway and you see this huge pokemon that is lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. And you're kind of following it and you're like, holy shit. And during that, you see that there is a unique plant life um, that are like crystal flowers that glow as well. And so at first you're thinking like, oh, well, there's report supposedly this meteor that came and hit the planet 2000 years ago as documented by this other explorer mm -hmm. and maybe it's the shards from the meteorite that are causing these particular pokemon to glow and this kind of floral plant life to grow but as you kind of go through the game you realize that's not the case um you end up going through like there's a there's a forest one, there's a jungle one, there's a beach one, there's a desert one. Um and like the jungle one, you can end up going on top of a mountaintop. In the the desert one, you end up going into a volcano. In the of course beach one, you end up going into the ocean. Like and it it's actually got quite a different quite a lot of locations that you can travel to mm. i want to say the first game only had like four or five locations that you could travel to to take pictures of pokemon and this one's got like 10 yeah um which is really cool like nine or ten of them i want to say well and they also have day and night cycles they do yeah they do which i don't recall if the first one actually had was a day and night cycle mm. so if you go there at night you're seeing different Pokemon. You're seeing the nocturnal Pokemon kind of come to life yeah. and, and everything like that. And then the the daytime Pokemon are asleep and you, you get to capture them in those moments. So there was like a lot that you could kind of experience and do, um, which I loved. Mm -hmm. There were some things that were left out. So mm -hmm. first, let, let's talk about the consistencies, right? In the first game and in this one, I think they call it Fluff Fruit. Yes. Um, you get that and you can throw it out to the Pokemon and you can either hit them with it and capture the moment when it impacts them, which they always kind of get like, what the fuck? <laughs> or like throw it nearby them. And when they notice it, they'll walk over to it, which you can get them to draw them closer to you and the camera, which of course increases the score of how much the photo is. But then they eat it and they normally do some sort of like happy dance <laughs> or, or something like that. Right. Yeah. And, um, so you have that the next thing that you get is um or that's consistent you can play music and so as you're riding along and you play music different pokemon will interact with it and like sometimes if there's a sleeping pokemon and you play music it'll wake them up 
if there's uh like a I think they're called blo- it's blossom. Uh, if you play it, she starts to dance <laughs> and everything to it and everything. And it's like, okay, this is kind of cool. You have a scan function, which with certain Pokemon, when you it shoots out basically like a radar around you. And when it hits the Pokemon, if they're sensitive to like the electrical sonar energy from it, mm-hmm. um, they'll react to it. And it's kind of like a, I think they make a joke about how it's like a forced say cheese, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then the last thing that is specific to this game is luminous orbs. Mm-hmm. Each island has a different type of luminous orb that when you hit a Pokemon with it, they glow. Now, some Pokemon will react to the fact that they're glowing or other Pokemon are glowing and some just do nothing (laughs) it does not affect them in the slightest um so as you're traveling through this this set track you're throwing out these different things to get the pokemon react differently and take pictures of them at various different moments and then at the end of the track it scores it not only does it give you an overall like one to four star score but it also gives you a number score I think the highest one I got was 5,806. And like, but normally, like, if you got over 4,000, it's a four star. If it's three to 4,000, it's a three star. Um, But that wasn't always the case either. Like I noticed because I had a two star photo that was 3,000 points. Mm Mm-hmm. So it, it also depends, like, there's a lot of factors into this thing. Which is one of my gripes about this game is that the scoring definitions are not clear. They are not. Like, I don't understand the difference between a one-star photo and a four-star photo. Like, it's not it's not the Pokemon, because each Pokemon has a one-to-four-star one slot for your, little, for your little book. So a part of that is placement, if they're in the center of your camera their activity so i noticed a lot of times if you want the four star you have to get them to do whatever their their special unique thing is that they do Mm -hmm. right so like um in that first area at the towards the end of the track you come into a field of flowers and then you have that like really big flower pokemon you know which one i'm talking about yes i can't remember their names i'm terrible today at this um if you play music, they start doing something. If you hit them with the flu fruit or, or get them to eat the flu fruit, they do something. If you hit them with the luminous orb, they start to gather the natural power from around them. Mm-hmm. And you see this swirl like they're about to attack. You take a picture of them in that moment, it's a four star. Because the only way you can get that is by illuminating them or illuminating the flower close to them, which also happens to illuminate them. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of noticed that that's some of it, which again, they don't really make clear where if you just see them like sitting there, that's always a one star. Yeah. They're doing nothing and you're kind of a good distance away from them. um, It's always a one star. They're not doing anything. It's not interesting. It's just a a picture of a Pokemon. Well, and part of my other gripe about this scoring mechanic is that 
it's like we want you to be super zoomed in on the Pokemon so we can see like the whole body in frame. Yeah. And we want it nice and close. Yeah. But we also score you if it's with other Pokemon. Yep. So how do I do both? How can I get nice and tight on the one I'm actually trying to take a picture and of? And that's hard. Yeah. That's, that's where the difficulty comes in. It's all a matter of play of angles and what you got them doing and if you can get other Pokemon involved in it. And I actually, that's part of what I liked about <laughs> the challenge was how can I get them where I want it? How many times do I have to go through this level mm -hmm. to get this one Pokemon exactly where I want him doing exactly what I want him doing and then capture that picture in the perfect moment. Yeah. But if you think about photography in general, especially like nature photography, um, that's what it is. That's what? a lot of what yeah. nat nature photography is, is I am going to sit here in this location until the sun gets to the exactly this point. And maybe I've got this other creature in there that's doing this. And maybe as I snap the picture, I notice when I'm reviewing it later that there was an eagle flying mm -hmm. in the distance and it happened to turn. So I actually, instead of it just being like this thin line that I couldn't really make out, now I can see that it was an eagle. Mm -hmm. And this one moment in time that in real world, I could never recreate again. <laughs> I now have. Yeah. In this game, you want that moment in time, but it gives you the opportunity to recreate it <laughs> over and over and over and over again until you get that perfect picture. Mm-hmm because I like photography, of course, that is the point that like really appealed to me there. Are, don't get me wrong. There are some pictures that I took during this that I'm like, that's a four star. Are you <laughs> fucking shitting me? That like serious. That is, uh, uh, that's, that's kind of shit. But because I happened to capture them in this moment where they were doing something special. And even though the photo wasn't great, they covered the whole fucking area effect. Mm -hmm. I zoomed in too close. I had no other Pokemon. Like the rest of the scores were shit, <laughs> but because the game acknowledges that, Hey, they were doing this at the time that you snapped the photo. It's a four star. Yeah. And I do hate that aspect of it, but your score, like if it's a four star photo, I guess I miscommunicated this. Your score determines whether it's bronze, silver, gold, or diamond. Yeah. Those are the, like, so again, it's like, just because you got all four stars, did you get diamond yeah. on all four of those stars, you know, for all, all four of those pictures? Yeah. You got a four star position or scenario, Yeah, but because you weren't zoomed in enough or they weren't directly centered in your reticle and there were no other Pokemon around around. It's only a silver. It's yeah. only silver four stars, which that's where the, the, the numerical score comes into play. It's not the number of stars. That's where I miscommunicated. It's not the number of stars that you get. It's what they're doing determines the number of stars, how the photo is determines whether it's gold, silver, or you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, because you can have a you can have a diamond one star, yep, and then have a bronze four star, yep. If your one star one was a really good picture that was nice and centered, nice and close, maybe you got a little Pichu in the back or something, yeah, you know, and then it's like boom, okay, cool, diamond one star, and then like you're saying, I threw one of those fluff fruits at that flower pokemon yeah at the end of that first area and i got a picture of it picking it up and eating the apple yeah and i was like oh cool like that's a four stars three 
or three stars or yeah. whatever it was. Because I did the same thing. Mm. It's a three star. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. So there's got to be something else to get it to do what I needed to do. Mm. And that's where, like, I feel like the replayability comes through. If that is something that you care about. Yeah the replayability through these levels and through these things, even if it's just you're focusing on one Pokemon in particular, right? Yeah. Like there's a swan. I have, I've been able to get a one star. I've been able to get a three star. I have not been able to get a two or four star picture of these, these swans that Mm -hmm. are in that first area. And like a part of me is like, okay, I need to go through because I'm a completionist. I need to go through and figure out what do I do to get them mm. and the other thing that adds difficulty to this is so you you level up in the area right and as you level up in the area you basically it, it changes the way they react and everything so if you max level it out and then go and try and take a picture of these things you you may never get a four star from that max level because that's not where the four star needs to come from Mm-hmm. So you can actually change it back to one of the previous levels. I saw that. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Because I was actually kind of bummed about it because there was a certain action in a couple of Pokemon that I was like, oh, fuck, I've leveled to level three. Now I can't get that. Um, And so I was able to drop it back down to level two and get those photos. Mm-hmm. So then you have to determine, okay, is is that four star photo in level zero, level one? level two, level three. Yeah. Like where is that four star photo, you know? And so there, there's variations in, in the plane of it. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I love that stuff <laughs> that, that was really intriguing to me. I, I, I did actually, I think pretty phenomenal on it, at least in that first area that you go to. Um, I just recently got the whole, like, like it's a little sticker badge that's on your photo decks Mm. is what they call it. (laughs) Um, that states that I have taken a picture of every Pokemon in that area. Nice. Yeah. Um, which was kind of cool. And just because, and like, it's so hard because in that first area, let's say there's a Pikachu, Mm. right there, 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 you, you are yeah, let's say there's a Pichu. There's not. Not in the first one. It's a Pichu. It's a Pichu. But there's a Pikachu. You take a picture of that Pikachu. You may be able to get the one and three star photo of that Pikachu, but in the beach area, there's another Pikachu. Mm. And in that area is where you get the two and four star photo of that Pikachu. I feel like that's kind of how they built it. Mm. So just because one Pokemon is in this area, but if they happen to be in other areas, doesn't mean that that area is where you're going to get the best photos of them. Gotcha. So like there, there's a little hunting involved for yeah. the, the, the photos and the qualities. If that's something that you care about, if you just care about getting at least a picture of all the Pokemon, there's that aspect too. There's some of them where I'm like, oh, I'm so distracted because I'm I'm taking pictures of this and I'm trying to get this perfect photo of this when I finally did it. And I started like as I'm going through that area of the track, I started paying attention to other things. I went, holy shit. Has that guy always been there? (laughs) Holy fuck. I totally missed out on that because I've always been so focused on this. Yeah. Um, well, and that actually is like another one of my gripes. Okay. But like, I under I understand it. 
right? Right. Thinking of the real world. You can't look everywhere at once. No. So this facilitates multiple playthroughs and multiple runs through these different areas. But, you know, it's it, it for me, it was very easy to like get distracted yeah because i would i would be like okay i'm i'm trying to get a picture of this one you know like these the turtles with the trees on their back okay you know i've got to get a picture of one of these guys and i'm not paying attention to anything else that's happening around me and i'm like missing out on opportunities because i'm so focused on what i'm actually doing right then so but this is where they added something into this game that i really like hmm so they added a aspect of the game where like supposedly the professor and his other two assistants, Rita and Phil, are watching everything else while you're going through it. Yeah. Right. And they're able to snap their own pictures through the technology and the, the Neo one. Right. Um, and then like when you go back to your hub screen in the upper right hand corner is like a little chat box and you click on that and they'll tell you like, Hey, so when you were going through this area, I noticed that this Pidgeot swooped down and picked up this Magikarp, but I just couldn't get a picture of it fast enough. Maybe you could get a better one. So then you like, you start looking and I, I looked at him as like challenges. Absolutely. Right. And so you look at him and you go, okay, now, I need to get them to do that so I can get a picture of it. I think I played through that first area 25 times before I finally realized like the certain series of events that you have to do to get the Pidgeot in position. Mm. And then you throw a flu fruit at the Magikarp, which causes him to jump up, which grabs the Pidgeot's attention. And then quick as shit, that Pidgeot just goes boom, swoops down, grabs him and flies the fuck away. And you have to be like, on <laughs> on on capturing that and then but once i realized oh shit that's what you need to do i played through it again and again and until i got the the photo that i want that marked that off of the the, 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 the list. list and it was kind of like well that's kind of cool because i get focused on certain things and this is pulling my focus away from those certain things to go well wait a minute how do I get this to happen? Mm -hmm. So they, they do incorporate things into the game that kind of force you to look around at other things. Well, or to focus on something specific, because there's also one in that first area that's like, hey, there's a bunch of like scorched fruit on the ground. Figure out what Pokemon is doing that. Yeah. And I went through that course probably five or six times. I never. And that's, you know four day and four night yeah I, I never saw anything interact with those fruit so, so i'm like you're not waiting so what you basically have to do and this is where it's fun right for me it's fun <laughs> you throw a fluff fruit on the ground next to the fruit the little like it looks like a flying squirrel pokemon mm -hmm. up in the tree swoops down around the tree lands look at the fruit scorches it and then starts to eat it and you take a picture of him scorching the fruit got it so like that's where i mean like it's not as direct as like oh hey look at this i wonder what's causing it and then you're just kind of waiting for the perfect time for that sometimes it is there's so much to it in it no there and really like, is it's, it's incredible because one of those things is like 
get a picture of that flower blossom thing at the end of that first level. Yeah. Get it, get a picture of it absorbing all that energy. Yep. I had, I was finishing a run and like out of the corner of my eye, I saw that it was doing that. And I was like, Oh, now I know what to do. So I restarted the level and went through the whole thing again to get a picture of that. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But it's not teaching you how to do like you were saying like that one yeah right no it is really vague it is absolutely and, I, and on and honest to god truth if it wasn't for the fact that i played the original and they did that kind of shit in the original mm-hmm. i don't know if i would have figured it out yeah okay i don't know if i would have i in all honesty because i like in the first one all you have is the the fluff fruit yeah to throw out Right. And you can play the music. I think eventually you get you get the ability to play music from your thing. OK, but your main thing is the fluff fruit. So like you want to interact with them, you throw the fluff fruit at them. You want to like get them to do something. You you throw a trail of fluff fruit mm. to get them to a certain point like. That that was your main way to move these Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So knowing that going, oh, well, here's these things to get a picture of whatever's doing it, doing it, I need to throw a fluff fruit at it. And even then you've got to get it like in the perfect position, which is hard. <laughs> it's hard to be like, okay, what angle do I do at what point? Oh, here now. Oh, yeah. fuck, I fucked it up. But yet they still swoop down and, and scorch it. But now I can't get that, that photo that I wanted, but that does lead into one of my complaints. Okay. In the first game, there were certain things that you could do to make Pokemon evolve. Oh, okay. Like evolve. You got to watch them. Okay. One of them, there was this area with a bunch of slow pokes, right? And you threw a fluff fruit into the water, which caused one of the slow pro- pokes to drop its tail into the water, which then caused a, one of the clams to clamp onto it, evolving him into a slow bro. Mm. You caused it. You made it happen. I've played through every single one of these levels, especially with like Magikarp. Anytime I saw a Magikarp, I wanted it to evolve into a Gyarados. So I would beat the shit out of it with whatever <laughs> I had. Just trying. Like I, there was one point where I'm like, well, maybe I need to feed it like six apples or something like that. So I just kept feeding it apple after apple after apple after apple after apple. Like fucking evolve already. Yeah. Not a single point through this. Did I ever get a single Pokemon to evolve? Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you? Maybe it's me, because as we already discussed, some of this shit is not easy to figure out. <laughs> no, it is not intuitive at all. So maybe it's me. I'm just not doing the right things to the right Pokemon to get them to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, But if they took that out of it, why that was one of like the coolest things like in the original there was this series where you had to cause a series of events through the fire level and when you got towards the end if you did everything correctly and on time it caused Moltres to erupt from this like lava pool and there she was in all of her fiery glory flapping her wings and then she flew off mm-hmm. And it was it was so cool to get that to happen. Now, there are things in this one that you can get to happen, 
and a lot of them seem to be involved with the lighting of the flowers. Yeah. So, like, there's an area in the desert world where there's this tornado spinning around, right? Mm -hmm. There's three flowers around that tornado. If you light all three of those flowers, the tornado stops and you see the Pokemon that caused that tornado and it's, like, flying away. That's cool. Yeah. So, like, you can still cause some of these things and it seems to be more (laughs) flower-oriented, but, like, it's, it's not the same. Like... In the beach world, there's a there's a shit ton of squirtles. And I'm like, man, I would love to like hit one of these, cause it to fall into the water, and then all of a sudden you see a war turtle, which is its second evolution. Mm. Um, there's a whirlpool, and I keep thinking like maybe there's a bulbasaur down there that is causing the whirlpool or a blastoise, sorry, a blastoise down there that's causing the whirlpool. So I keep like hucking apples into it and trying to hit like maybe the right spot. Luminous orbs, which I found out don't really work um, if you're above the surface of the water. When you throw them, unless if you hit a Pokemon directly with it, it just breaks on the surface of the water mm. and doesn't really do anything. So I'm like, it's either got to be something with the music, something with the scan, or something with the apples. And every time I fly by that, uh, ride by that whirlpool, I am just fucking like... Going crazy. <laughs> going crazy. Doing whatever I can. Because there's... And there's even a challenge of, like, something's causing this. And I'm like, well, fucking let me get it out of there. <laughs> and it, it, it is frustrating to that extent where it's like, fucking A, like, how do I do this? Um, There's a couple other, like, secret paths. Oh. So have you made it to the jungle? Um, Yes. When you're riding along the jungle... You get to a part where there's a waterfall. Yes. And it makes a comment when you use your scan, it lights up and it goes, hey, look, it seems that there's a path behind the waterfall. Um, There's a cat and a couple of birds perched up there at night. You have to use the music to wake up the bird, which then wakes up, flies away, causing the cat to chase after it, which opens up the secret path to go behind the waterfall. So like. There's little things like that throughout certain levels that you have to do to get on these different paths and go these different directions, which, again, I think is really cool because you get to see the different Pokemon and some of the older ones that you saw maybe closer up or at different angles or doing different things. All of those things are, like, really cool trying to figure them out. Sometimes I'm just like, motherfucker, just let me do this. (laughs) I am so done. Let me do... Let me... What is in the waterfall? <laughs> what is in the whirlpool? What is behind the curtain? Like, just fucking A. I'm so mad. Um, but I loved it. I fucking loved this game. I had so much fun with it. I, like, I was taking photos of it. My my wife, like, she wanted it. So I ended up buying a second copy for her. <laughs> um, so she could start playing through it and doing her own things and everything like that. Um, the main storyline of the game, like I was discussing with the meteor, right? You find out that, uh, the four locations, the main locations that you go to each one of those locations has a luminous Pokemon. They then use their power to combine, to go to a certain secret Island, which you discover after you discover all four of the luminous Pokemon in which you see a mural that basically depicts, that 
those four Pokemon plus this mysterious fifth one enacted a barrier that actually protected the world from the meteor. So it wasn't because of the meteor that they got their powers. They had their powers and used it to protect the world from the meteor. Um, so then you try and figure out, well, who is this mysterious fifth Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. And you realize, like, you have to go through this area and trigger these certain events and light up flowers and all this other stuff to trigger it to go into this secret area where it unveils the fifth Pokemon, which, like, Xanthius or something like that. It's a legendary Pokemon from one of the games. Mm. It's, um, and to my understanding, it's like the Pokemon of creation. Oh. And like, so then it kind of starts like running away from you and you've got to get a picture of it and it all illuminated up and everything like that. And like really kind of cool. Um, and then like at the end of the route, it ends where it started and like, it starts off as like a tree. Um, and then it just turns back into a tree. And you go back home and you're talking about like, holy shit, this changes everything that we've ever known. And now we need to do more research into it and kind of gives you a reason to be like, even though you've hit every single area day and night, go back through them. Mm. Um, and I noticed I, I, I've only gotten to play through one level since the beating of the game. Um, when you go back through them, that's when the appearance of these other legendary Pokemon start making their presence so it's it's kind of cool in the fact of that because in the first game Moltres, Zapdos and um oh dear god I forgot the ice bird Pokemon's name don't, don't look at me for help I, I don't know any poke I, I, I know like 10 Pokemon by name yeah <laughs> it's the three legendary birds you can you can trigger them like even your first playthrough through that level if you trigger the events exactly how you're supposed to you can trigger the legendary bird so the fact that they introduced legendary Pokemon back into it wasn't a big surprise to me because they were already in the first one mm -hmm. um, and everything. And of course, one of my favorite, like I, I think it is actually my favorite legendary Pokemon, which is Lugia. It's the sacred bird Pokemon of the ocean. Um, He's in it. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. That's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and so I plan on like going through that level and, and trying to get pictures of him and everything like that. But like, I really enjoyed the game. I had a lot of fun and I probably still will. <laughs> um, and the, the brief moments in between other games that I do need to play so that we can continue <laughs> to have conversations. Um, I'll still have fun with it. Like it, it is just, it is a fun mindless game in that, a sense. I was just say this is this is to you what Subnautica is to me. Absolutely. Subnautica 100%. is 100%. I can play Subnautica for 10 minutes or 10 hours mm -hmm. and have fun the entire time. It is even though it's got terrible terrifying sea creature oh, monsters fuck. in it, I I can See at least my all my stuff is pretty pretty mild. That's true. Pretty toned down. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> the monsters that are in my game. Yeah, you, you don't have to worry about your health bar and your food bar and your nope. water bar and your air bar. No, nope, I've actually gotten a couple of the Pokemon to attack me directly. And that's the whole point of the the Neo one mm -hmm. is it's supposed to protect you from these Pokemon in the wild. 
And I've actually gotten a couple of them to attack me. Fun. Which is cool. Yeah. I'm like, ha, bitch, you can't hurt me. <laughs> I think the the worst thing I've done so far is I've thrown one of those apples on one of those sleeping turtles mm-hmm. with a tree on its back. I threw one of the, one of those apples at that guy's head because I needed him to yawn and he was asleep. So I woke him up so he would yawn. <laughs> Dude, do you know how many times I throw apples at their fa- their face? Mm-mm. All the time. Yeah. That's where I aim. <laughs> Right in the face. Right in the face. Right in the face. Because it's always got to be a headshot. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, if you go through it, start using those apples in, in other ways. Like, if there's other puzzles that you're like, hey, like, how do I get this? You just start fucking spamming apples in that area. Yeah. It's crazy. I, you know what? You said it, right? Because I was, I mean, like, this is something that, like, I was, like, cursing about. Was yeah. Like, I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to find the stupid Pokemon that's supposed to be lighting up these apples? I don't understand it. Like, it did not click until you were like, you have an apple, throw it there. Like, that is, like, that is a level of puzzle solving that. I didn't even think of and even to the point I even had to say like to my girlfriend because she was watching me play it for a little bit the other night like and I even had to say it to her I was like I had to tell myself this is a kid's game like in theory like this is not a game that is meant to be hard oh but it is but it it, like it's there are certain aspects of this game that are very very difficult well but I'm like right I'm like I have access to the level Mm -hmm. and I have the request saying hey Take a picture of the Pokemon. Whatever's that, scorching this fruit. That scorches this fruit. My brain just says, I just need to run through this course until like oh. I have enough experience that something is going to fly down and burn this stuff. Then it would get even worse for you once you beat the game. You unlock the ability to speed through the level. Ah. <laughs> so your Neo 1 can actually boost and you can start like moving faster through levels to catch Pokemon in different things than what you would have at your normal travel space yeah because we didn't even say that this whole thing is literally a first person shooter it is a first person rail photography shooter game yep (laughs) Yep. like like and i wasn't expecting it to be on rails to be perfectly honest no i've never played the first one that's fair that's fair and i hadn't looked up anything because this like this game is not for me like i'm not a pokemon fan and i don't have anything against it so coming into this thing blind what did you think of it so so coming into it 100 blind uh i thought it looked great i thought the controls could have been a little bit better okay like i felt i i felt like they were a little stiff like you didn't turn as fast as <sighs> yeah you know like i thought yeah. like you should be able to i had some problems with that like yeah trying to get the camera where you wanted and it, it just felt a little little clunky in, yeah in the sticks yeah. um but all the button placement is really good it feels real natural it's it's real nice once you get used to it and stuff um you know i don't care about i like todd didn't mean anything to me i didn't oh, understand yeah, it. Todd didn't showing even, up i, I was didn't like even bring up todd so there's a there's a point where todd shows up mm. And I'm like, oh my god, it's Todd. <laughs> Todd is the person that you play, is the the Pokemon photographer that you play in the first game. So when he showed up, I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool throwback, you know? Like that's that's really cool. Like he even looks like a little bit older and everything like that, because of course, like he looks like an adult. Mm. In the first game, he looks like a teenager. So. Just seeing that kind of like little bit of growth. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Todd. That went totally over my head. So, and I, so like my girlfriend and I were talking about it right before I played it. And she was like, oh, I like this Pokemon and this Pokemon. 
And I was like, and again, not knowing that it was going to be designed as a rail shooter with areas that you have to gen, you know, you have to take pictures to generate a score. That score goes into an experience bar. When the experience bar fills up, you get another level. And after you do so many, you open up a new so area. That's, I got to say, that's one of my gripes mm. because if you go through the level, right. And you get really phenomenal photos. You get a really high amount of XP. But then you go through the level again and you're just kind of filling in some of those things. But once you filled in everything, like there was one level I went through, I shot 59 photos mm -hmm. and I only got 900 XP from it. Yeah, because the, because that stuff you're taking the picture of isn't that good. Not, not that like you're it's not better than what I had. Yeah, like you're not that's, advancing that's your where score. it gets hard. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is and again, that's where it's, this is a kid's game. But there is a, a, a really high level of difficulty mm -hmm. with it where like you need if it's a one star photo, you want it to be 5000 points. If it's a two star photo, you want it to be 5000 points like and it's trying to develop it into that sense so that you can go through these levels and do that. The part that where I have the problem is where you have Pokemon that are the same in a couple of different areas. Mm -hmm. And you go through a new area, you might as not you might as well not even waste your time taking a photo of that Pokemon. If you already have a photo of that Pokemon at five thousand points or higher, don't even bother taking a time your time with it because you will get zero Un experience from it. Unless you need like you need like them in a three star position, and yeah. you can't get them in that in the other yeah. level. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you and already have one to four stars of them, and they're all above five thousand. Don't bother. Don't bother. Yeah. And like, and, and again, right. Like that's not made clear. Nope. You know? And like that, that was, that was probably, um, you are of, very much a clear, concise, this is what you need to do <laughs> type of person. I am. I am a, a very analytic brain. Yep. 100% like straightforward. And yeah, like, and for me, it seems for lack of a better term, fair. Yeah. Like the game is not telling me, hey, in this area, you may only get one and four star photos of the blossoming flower thing at the end of the ride. Yeah. It doesn't tell me that. Nope. So I'm going to beat my head against a wall trying to get other photos of it and I'm not going to get it. And all that's going to do is frustrate me. Well, and that's it. Like there, there is a lot where there have been there were times where I went through it and I was like, I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get this. I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I need to stop. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. And I just I literally I just traveled somewhere else i i did something completely different because i need like whatever i was trying i kind of felt like i kept trying the same thing over and over and over again and what's the definition of insanity <laughs> you know yeah like so i just i needed to stop that mindset i needed to get out of it and then i needed to rethink it when i reapproached it mm -hmm. but you need that like i at least need that pause in between it because I can't be like, okay, well, I keep throwing this at this and this is what happens, but that's not quite what I want. I want this to happen. And so then it's like, oh, well, then I need to do this. No, it's uh, well, maybe I'm not catching it at the right time. Yeah. Maybe I'm not taking the right photo. Maybe I, I, my framing's off. Maybe the pose is off. You know, like maybe. Yeah. And then I realize, like, no, no maybes. Get, 
fucking leave <laughs> and come back and realize you have to do something different. Yeah. Like you, you in that first level, you have those, uh, the, the Pokemon that are the ring of flowers. Yes. And that, I was like, woo. yep. Yep. <laughs> um, I was like, maybe I can throw a flip through, through them and take a picture of it. Like as it's going through them. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a little barrier. There. Invisible wall. Invisible wall. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, my wife's like, that's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, I just, I don't know. I'm kind of glad they didn't let you do that. Cause that's just feels weird. That's just not right. <laughs> um, and, and like, so yeah, I, I can understand where that kind of level of frustration is coming through. Cause they, they're not, they're not real clear here. Go in it, start taking photos, figure it out. Yeah. One of those, um, I don't know. I, the challenges mm -hmm. that you were talking about that's up in the, that top right corner. One of them, that first Illumini track that you can run on with that big green dinosaur looking one and that little Eevee that's with it. Yeah. You know, like one of the challenge for that is like, oh, when he gets to the street, he looks around for a friend. Take a picture of that friend. Well, do you know how many times I've run through that course and I've never figured out what the hell they're talking about? Yeah. Then I, you're like, oh yeah, when you beat the game, others start showing up. And I'm like, I wonder if that's when it happens. I wonder if that's when it happens too. Cause I haven't been able to complete that one either. And I've gone through and I've like, I've thrown flat fucking flip through in the <laughs> fields beyond it. And, but I'm like, I'm also wondering because I can advance now faster mm -hmm. if i just need to get to that point before they do because maybe the friend was there waiting for them and then it just was like you know what fuck this and left uh, you know yeah that would make sense and like but that's it like it is a level of outside the box thinking that you need to have for this because you have you you really have a lot of options on what you can do to try and spur things out. Yeah, it's it's deeper than it seems on the onset. The yeah. problem is that there's a barrier that some people are going to, some people like you are going to break through that barrier and be like, "Well, I'm just going to keep trugging along and, you know, have maybe the you know and eventually have those answers provided to me or those yeah. options provided to me, right?" Yeah. Cuz like I had no idea that eventually I could speed up the cart. I didn't either. So until I, I beat the game. So I'm like, I'm like, well, okay. If I always have to go at this speed at the track, things are not going to change. But if they don't, you know, but if they told me yeah. that like, oh, we're working on these developments, then at least I'm like, oh, cool. Now I just have to progress in the game to get to that. But in a certain part, let, let, let's look at this in a yeah. certain mindset. You're a child. Mm -hmm. Are you going to run through the same course a million times? Are you going to want to see what's new? Yes. What's next? Yeah. Keep, keep advancing through the storyline. But there was one point in the storyline where I was like, what the fuck do I do? Mm. How do, how do I advance to the next thing in the storyline? Mm -hmm. And then I realized on occasion, the professor or one of the assistants pops up and, Hey, why don't you try going back to this region? I've been noticing some activity there at night. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay that's my indicator i need to go there at night get a picture of this do this do that now got it now i have enough to open the next thing now i haven't now i can go to the next mm -hmm. part or the, the storyline will advance or whatever you know because it's it's taken like a picture of the crystal blooms you have to take a picture of the crystal bloom when it glows in order to get the luminous orb normally when you do that you also 
discover the readings <laughs> for the luminous Pokemon, which unlocks your ability to go to that area and go to the luminous Pokemon in that area. And, you know, then figuring out, okay, how do I get a picture of the luminous Pokemon luminated? <laughs> Is that the right term for sure, that? Sure, why not? Yeah. And so, like, it, it's figuring that out and going to the next steps. And then when you complete it, 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 you're not like fully completed with the game when they're like, hey, you know, we figured out how to speed everything up for you. <laughs> you're like, now, really? <laughs> like after after all this time, you just now finally figured out like, well, dude, if you hit the gas a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> just press the pedal down lower. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that you, you choke go faster. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize the choke chain was broken. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, so like it, 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 it changes some things. I haven't utilized that fully mm -hmm. to see like what all changes because there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, so it, it kind of like, okay, well this is, this is cool for replay factor. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, if you're just going through it and you're, you're just going through, of course you're going to find that out and then you're going to go, I have this option. Now I can go back to this point and hit this and do this. And I have all of these options available to me. Mm -hmm. Like my wife even did the same thing where she was like, Hey, how are you doing? This? How did you get that photo? And I went, Oh, well I've advanced far enough in the game that I now have this. So then I went to this area, did this. And she's like, Oh, I don't have that yet. Yeah. So I, I can't complete that challenge yet because I don't have that. Yeah. Yet. I don't, I didn't have, I don't, I never got to a point where I got music. You haven't gotten music yet. Mm -mm. Yeah. See, and like when you get music it unlocks a little bit more and, and, and those challenges that you can do and it's, yeah, you know, so it's not very intuitive into that whole thing. Well, and you know why? Because it's like a, it's like a Castlevania game or well, like, mm -hmm. like with a Pokemon like filter yeah you know because yeah. it's like yeah eventually you progress through the game you'll get these abilities that alter everything else of the game and it's the same thing in those metroid metroidvania style games yep where it's like and oh, that's that's it yeah. that's exactly it like now i'm hoping that maybe because i'm at the end of the game if i go through because now i'm not so much like because my first thought was oh shit i'm realizing i'm unlocking things as i progress through the game mm-hmm I need to progress through the game so I have everything. Yeah. So that now I have all my tools available to me. Now that I have all my tools available to me, if I go through the game and I start doing certain things, can I get Pokemon to evolve? Like, that's what I want to watch. <laughs> that, like, I know that's that's really bad, but that's one of the things that I loved the most about the first game mm. was my interaction with those Pokemon and certain things and doing certain things caused them to evolve, caused them to change, caused different changes to affect. I don't feel that in this one as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I don't feel that that really has an effect on this world like it did in the first one. So now I'm hoping that now that I have all of my resources available to me, maybe it will. Mm. Maybe, maybe I do have that effect. I'm just not doing the right thing because I haven't. I haven't like gone online. I haven't looked at other people's videos. I haven't watched. I haven't Googled. I haven't done any of that stuff. I've been trying to figure this all out on my own, mm -hmm. which is the other big difference between the 98, 99, whenever it came out version of this game and this one back then 
you had to figure it out on your <laughs> own or you could have your friend come over and sit on the couch next to you and watch and go oh 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 what if mm. what if the next time you go through you throw a floof fruit at that motherfucker <laughs> Oh, I didn't think about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that's how it was. It wasn't, well, let me fucking Google this. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> that was it. Even when trying to do that one, that challenge with the illuminated dragon one, my girlfriend was like, um, she was like, can't figure it out, huh? I was like, no. Nah. I was like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm looking around. I don't see anything. She's like, guess you're going to have to Google it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to Google it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to Google a kid's game. <laughs> Like I have, so, is this one that you would continue playing? So, I guess if we're going to get into kind of sort of fi final thoughts, I mean, unless you want to talk about scores real quick, no, because okay. it, we we kind of touched on it. Yeah. it it's yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of surprised. So here's the here's the weird thing: this game is not for me. I've I've never been a Pokemon fan, yeah, and I don't hate Pokemon. It just it just skipped my generation. You know, you and I were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Um. You know, I was more into Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. You know, and so Pokemon wasn't really my thing. So I've never been a real big fan. The mechanics are there. The it looks great. Yeah. Uh, it plays really well. This is a game that I would absolutely recommend to any Pokemon fan. They're going to have a ton of fun. Yeah. This I could see is the kind of thing that like. I'll dip into it when I don't want to do anything super hardcore. Like this is the kind of game I could, I could pick up when I'm tired of playing the shoot em, stab them, kill them, blow them up kind of games. Yeah. You know, a little bit more joy, a little bit more happiness. Yeah. Like a little know, less darkness. Yeah. And you know, I mean, as, as much as I can always play Subnautica, it variety is the spice of life. Yeah. So like, while I'm sad that I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy this game mm -hmm. because I just kept feeling like I was hitting a frustration after a frustration. See, and that's what I think. Like, I think you would pick up this game and play through the play through a level, a scenario once and then realize like, oh, wait, I need to do this. And you would start trying to do that. And then you'd get really frustrated with it and be like, fuck this. I'm playing Subnautica. <laughs> no, it literally, like, like there were nights like, I mean, you know, I mean, I think I put like, I probably, I think I put about 10 hours into it. Oh, nice. And that's like, more than I thought. I, yeah, I'll be honest. No, like, and that's, you're right. It's more than I thought I would too. And I, and I didn't stop playing because I wasn't enjoying it. I just stopped playing because I was like, I just don't get it. Yeah. You know, like. But but that's why for me this fits into a niche of like this is a game that you'll play when you just want to unwind, mm -hmm. you know. And I have a handful of games like that. Yeah. Because the other thing was for me when I think of like repeatedly doing the same thing in a game, I always tend to go back to Lord of the Rings: The Third Age. Okay. Because and I know that's obscure, but that game there, there's a group of people out there trying to petition to get that game remade i want it i want to play it so bad i miss playing it i'm just very sad that i don't know where my xbox is oh. <laughs> or otherwise i would set that up so i could play it you don't need to it's your, not it's not on the store your current xbox should play that game my xbox one mm -hmm. no way yep 
Try it. I'm guaranteed. All right. Go home I'm tonight. Gonna. I'm gonna. Put it in. Trust me. And so, when, when you start crying, you can send me a picture of it and being like, I fucking hate you. Uh, no, I'll just send you. No, I, are you kidding me? Uh, the text will be like, I fucking love you. Yeah. <laughs> You're amazing. You are my new hero. But anyway, because that game had a really cool system of so really short Reader's Digest version of this game. Lord of the Rings, the third age. You play basically like um, like the D list fellowship yeah you have a female elf instead of a male Fucking elf knockoffs of yeah legolas Boromir, and yeah Gimli. every yeah uh, of everybody um you get a rohan chick that uses axes you get a guy that is a horse rider that uses yep. a spear um and you're basically the story of the game is that you're just like constantly like 20 feet behind the actual fellowship yep and like you're with them at the battle of helm's deep you're down there fighting with gandalf uh, against the balrog yep but the, the way the game worked was because it was an RPG and it was turn-based, you had like a base level of abilities that you could use. Mm -hmm. And you had to use those abilities multiple times. And after you used that baseline, those baseline abilities enough times, you would graduate to the next level. Yeah. And you would have similar abilities or you would have like upgraded versions of those abilities or yeah. you'd have all new ones. So like, for example the elf chick had like a, I can heal one person after you did that so many times. And then you, you got to the next level where you could get, you know, you get a next heal. Now it's, I can heal everybody in the party. Yep. And that kind of repetition, I thought it was really ingenious because it forced you to, to get used to that kind of stuff. So with this, I thought the same thing. I was like, it's all about repetition. You go through the level multiple times, focusing on only a handful of Pokemon, and you just like, I'm only going to take pictures of the swans and the uh, birds. Yeah. You know, and I'm only going to focus on those. Then I'm going to play through again, and I'm going to only focus on the three-headed dodo looking thing and the flower Do trio yeah that and the flower spinny things yeah i don't remember the name of that one <laughs> yeah you know that's kind of what i was thinking of and with that mentality that's why i think i was getting frustrated that i was like why can't i get a two star of the ostrich you won you know why can't i get the four star of the flower circles yeah because i thought you should be able to do everything then yeah like and that's, that one run and it, i wish they would be more clear about it yeah because that is not the case that is not the case it was in the first one though too though like you could you could get everything then yeah because there was only a handful of levels and they never changed mm -hmm. so you could get everything then this game has upped it a little bit yeah so you can't get everything then so there was a part of me of like well maybe i need to get to max level of this area during the day to get some of these other little photos and mm. everything. So there's still some like feeling out that I need to do and everything like that. But to me, it is my game. Yeah. That, like this is, this is, I have no problem getting off of this right now and going down and sitting there and playing Pokemon snap. I guarantee you, we walk out this door and you know, you will find my wife playing pokemon snap <laughs> like it because it, that's well one she's huge into pokemon but it's a fun game that way and like i liked it i liked it a lot i would heavily recommend it i i would recommend it especially if you love pokemon or you love photography like 
I think there is a photography aspect of this game that even if you do not love Pokemon, but you love photography, you can enjoy this game very, very much because there is those different levels of trying to get these different types of photos and, and shit to happen and everything like that. Mm. Like that is just super cool. But yeah. that's, that's my final, my final thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Like this is like, even though I may not have enjoyed it, this is actually a game that I think is actually really good. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like it, it looks good. It's just not your game. It plays good. It's got great mechanics. Um, clearly the fan base oh, yeah. is like everything that they want it to be. So yeah, like seriously, pick this thing up. You'll have a good time. Especially yeah. if you, especially if you like photography or Pokemon, Pokemon, but if you like them both, then you're all set. So, well, and so the reception, oh, right? Okay. The reception of the game is actually pretty, mm, a little bit above average. It's weird. Yeah, you have Metacritic at 80 out of 100, four players 60 out of 100, EGM is five stars. Yep. Uh, Game Informer, 8.5, GameSpot, 8, Hobby Consolas, I'm guessing, yeah, I don't know, know. 84, um, IGN is 8, like, it's very middle of the road even nintendo life gave it eight out of ten stars mm-hmm. uh nintendo world reporter gave it a 7.5 out of 10 so it like the reception of it i would say is pretty pretty mediocre pretty pretty you know yeah a little bit above average but nothing like to write home about yeah. you know um and that's where i think it really comes down to like if you had a Pokemon fan who played the first one and loved the game and then they played this and wrote a review on it, it would probably sound very similar to mine. Mm. Where if you had you who, you know, like played the game and wrote a review on it, I feel like it would be very much of what we're seeing. Yeah. Where good game, good mechanics, good graphics, not my type. Not of for me. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's bad. So. No. Um, and then also, I guess while we're talking about it, a quick Google search says Lord of the Rings Third Age is not backwards compatible. No. Xbox One. Wow. That is surprising because there are so many. You know, I'm very sad. I'm very sad. I might, I, I think maybe that's why. I'm going to go see if it's on Steam. Yeah. I, I think maybe that's why um, they're petitioning to get it. It, it. There's that one and there's another one where you actually play as the Fellowship. And it's it's through the second game. I think it's the two towers, where you play as you can play as Gandalf, Aragon, Legolas, or Gimli, and you're you're playing through those two games. They want WB to remake in better graphics and everything like that. So, but I'm sad to hear that. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Like I said, I it's just right. it was it was again. Bill Gates is getting a divorce, so things may change. Who, yeah. You know, Microsoft is going to go to the wife. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know Half if that is true. Half of it is. I've got some decisions to make. Um. So yeah, I guess that'll <laughs> do it. Rings, third age, backwards compatible. First decision. God, that'd be so nice. And then I just looked to see if it was on Steam, and it's not. I'm very so mad. It's a weird, like it is a weirdly fun rpg i mean we talked i think yeah. we talked about it a long time ago yeah it comes up every now and then yeah it does it is one of those in my opinion it's kind of an underrated treasure like so yeah you got to find your xbox dude yeah right <laughs> like come on all right let's get That's out of here yeah um 
thanks for thanks for showing up you guys don't forget go over to facebook game on presented by no tokens required uh leave us a like and a comment wherever you can don't forget hit us up let us know if you got any questions we'll answer those if you got a game that you want us to review we'll tackle that as well you want to debate with us about this one let's do it yeah like anything and everything guys (laughs) so yep so that'll do it for us i'm chris i'm caleb and until next time Game game on Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for New Games no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.